Welcome back to Excuse My Friend. <laughs> Excuse My Friend. We're getting right That's into it today. That's a new way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we are energized. Yes. We just had some energy drinks. Yeah. And I'm Alexis. I'm Julia. And I feel oh, no, like my me. outfit, I can't tell if it's cute or if I look like a clown. So that's cool. I really like it. it. I just feel like your long legs don't work with it. <laughs> like they're all of a sudden capris. I mean, all my tall girlies, it's really hard to find pants that go all the way down. So they're all just high. I'm high watering it. Lucky you for those long legs. For us short girls out there. Getting the long pants, it's a pain in the ass to go get them hemmed. I hate it. So I just like get that tape, you know, and like you, I tape it up inside oh, because is, it's a pain in the ass. That's so foreign to me. I've never had to do that. I've never had to tape. But I will say you short girlies, you can wear heels and still look normal. When I wear heels, I, I do feel confident. I feel like a badass, but I also am like, I feel like a giraffe right now. <laughs> You're like um, all over people. And then dating's really hard because, you know, finding somebody that's taller than you in heels, which it's not, it's not the most important thing, but it's nice, right? I want to feel little next to the guy I'm dating. But you don't um, mind about the shortness. I don't. Like we talked about this I the other don't. day and like, you're like, I don't even, you're okay with the short Kings. No, I, I really am okay with it, but it would be fun to be able to wear heels and still be little next to. Just like, oh, hi. But if you're short, that's cool too. I mean, I don't discriminate. But anyway, that's just <laughs> Teacher my all. Little, just be a good person. My okay. Hot take on my outfit. That's all. Anyway. <laughs> so Dennis, the guy that we met at the bar, he is shorter uh-huh. You thought he was so hot. And the whole time I kept thinking, he's really cute, but like he's too short for me. But you're a tall girl and you don't care. That literally was not a thought in my mind. That I was like, the first thought in my mind. I like thought he was so cute. And, I, and it's funny because you're you're short. You're little. Yeah, I'm like 5'2". And you and him would be so cute together because you're both little. No. I didn't think he was that short, though. I think he was about my Julia. height. Julia. No, he was like your shoulder. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was not, not that really. short. No. So Dennis, guys, we're talking about Dennis. We're going to like fill you in on who Dennis is. I don't know if you guys have seen, but we have a video that's going viral. I pretended like I was getting married <laughs> to get free drinks. That's so like you. It's so me. I'm so frugal. And I was a supportive bestie. Like, let's do it. We're doing this. <laughs> All right. I don't drink, but let's go. We have so many friends that have texted us. Did you actually do this? Did you actually do this? Yes, we actually actually went out there and we pretended like we were getting or I was getting married for the free drinks and it worked out so freaking well here's the situation we were going to see a friend's show I was like I need to drink to be able to like sit and watch Alexis this hates show. live music um, I don't she music. hates watching live music so she's like I need alcohol no it was like metal and I'm like so not into that and I'm like I need to be drunk for this and <laughs> it was like, like hardcore yeah, yeah and we have a friend Kimmy who's getting married and I had bought like a bunch of bridal stuff for her and I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna take this, this to the bar and I'm gonna get free drinks that way guys know I'm already booed up, so please don't like try and have a conversation. If you want to get me a drink, great. <laughs> give me just a drink like, and be lost. Be gone. Basically, yeah. get me a drink and be lost. Be gone. <laughs> That's terrible. It is, but that was my thought process. I'm like, we should just do it, and then we should film it as well. So yes, for those of you wondering, do we actually do it? Yes. And that's where we met Dennis. He was the first guy to, to give me a shot. Dennis was a fan <laughs> favorite. He was the first one in the video, and he is beautiful. 
And I was trying really hard with Dennis that night, but he lives in Germany. He doesn't have social media. And that was kind of it. That just didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, it didn't really Because Alexis out. didn't want him because apparently he was too short for her. But the tall girl over here didn't mind. Well, I'm also weird <laughs> about accents. He had an accent and like that, it just turns me off. See, I like accents. Mm-mm. I When I went to Germany a few summers ago, I noticed that they have the hottest men there. I just, I do like German men. There's something about German guys. And- that's great. I just can't get past the accent. If someone has an accent, I always feel like they're like bullshitting me. <laughs> like, I feel like I can't read them very These well. Poor innocent people that have accents. <laughs> if an accent, Alexis will not be your friend. No, um, I will. No, I would love to be your friend. Are you kidding? I love that. Just dating you. No, like, I don't know. So I'm going to laugh so hard yeah. if you fall in love with somebody that has an accent. Totally. Everything I'm going like, to give you here, so much yeah. crap at your wedding. I'm going to be like, Alexis doesn't like accents. So good thing you're yeah. rich or whatever. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, it's so funny. Like, cause a lot of girls in the comments were like, well, I get free drinks anyway. I don't need to do that, which I know. Yes. If you have a vagina, it's not hard to get free drinks. What I used to drink, sure. But I thought this was brilliant because we didn't have to sit there and talk to them. Like we said, mm-hmm. give us the drinks and be gone. I disagree. <laughs> I still feel like it's hard to get free drinks. I, I know you feel a different way. You and I have such different visions, but I still think it's hard to get free drinks. Maybe because I'm just like so closed off, but it's not like you're not closed off. Maybe like well. with guys, yeah, with maybe guys. like I think I am well, a little bit more like I have a guard. Like, you don't like accents and the guys that want to buy you drinks have accents and they know that you don't like them. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like so awkward. Like what you stand there and like they're just like, hey, can I buy you a free drink? It's just like it's weird to me. I don't think it's as easy as some girls in the comments are saying for other girls. So I'm here for the girlies that don't always get the free drinks. OK, I'm going to speak up for you. Yeah, no, totally. And yeah, like you said, not everybody does get free drinks. No, it's Um, so annoying, though. All these girls in the comments and yourself over here like it's so easy. I'm like, can you shut the fuck up? You stand there. You don't don't just not for every girl, Julia. Not you don't just like stand there. You're just like, oh, my God, I got a free drink tonight. You know, like I get that's not realistic. And like I said, that's not the best way to do it, because then it's like you feel obligated to talk to them and like, oh, really? Uh -uh, Where are you from? Sometimes I just want to have fun with my girl. Yeah, I will say, though, it's very interesting. I think guys or men have a fetish going for people who are in relationships because they totally do. because there were still guys that were still going for it they were they were still flirting hardcore Dennis with me. followed us around the whole night I didn't mind it though it was a good night that was I'm glad we could document that whole so thing and fun. I encourage everyone to go do that like I it was so much fun and I saw a lot of shares like we're gonna go do this we're gonna do that I love that and I hope that you guys tag that. us if you do it document it we want to see it um that's yeah, a fun that's, friend group is, right there that is a fun we want to join you group. <laughs> I just realized that I never got to share my quote. That's right. My quote of the episode. Yes. And we don't know if you are enjoying these quotes that we're doing, um, but we enjoy them. So I'm (laughs) going to share a quote that I really like. Okay. Remember, sex is everywhere, but support, commitment, good laugh, epic Mm. conversations, and unquestionable loyalty are all scarce. Mm. So remember that next time you get caught up in that F-boy and you think you're falling for him because he's hot. He's got the good D. Remember good conversations and loving your soul and that deep raw connection is way more important. So look for that and not for the hot F boy. I have to remind myself that every single day. I was going to say, let me remind you that you tend to go for the ones that are hot and sexy and like, you want to jump their bones instead of the guy that's really there for you and supportive and the easy 
type. But I think that's why I like that quote because we all do. Look at this hot guy. Like, why are we obsessed with this hot guy who is good and bad or whatever? And then you got the nice guy who's there for you and truly cares about your well-being and everything about you. But we always go for the guy that's wrong for us. So remember that quote because good sex is everywhere. Sure, you can connect with somebody sexually, but to connect with somebody spiritually, emotionally, and just have that beautiful chemistry, that is very rare. So... I I think I am a rare bird because I don't. You do kind of like a bird in that jacket, but (laughs) (laughs) big bird. I like it. I've been like holding that in, but I don't want to be mean. But I'm just gonna tell you because I love you. What a friend! I I mean, I got so many compliments on this when I wore it. So who cares? A good friend will let you know if your outfit looks like Big Bird. (laughs) (laughs) I like this Big Bird outfit. I think you got to watch the video. It's fashionable. Like clown. It's she looks fine. like Big Bird. But what I was saying is I don't understand. I tend to go for the nerds. The like, I guess the more, what's the word? Safe? Nerd? Yeah. Like safe I think I, I think I go for the safe guy, which okay, can well, be good and bad. You're very but. rare because most of us do not want those safe nerds. We want the asshole that's going to break our heart that has the six pack. And totally. And the I, veiny you know, arms. You know, like when the guys have the veiny arms, the muscles, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> uh, you know, the guy that like, you know, went to law school and he's all up in his books. That's my type. So instead that's of the veiny guys, type. I like the nerdy <laughs> pen on paper type. I don't really know. Maybe because I'm the opposite. I'm not so like you know, booky and like nerdy. Yeah, I don't know. Booky. And you like the more outgoing, crazy, wild. I do. Cause you're more, they bring out the wild in that. me. But anyways, we can go on, 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 on. But anyway, that this. was, that was a quote. So take what you will from that. I really liked it. I hope you like it too. What a quote. Very deep. What a quote. What a quote. <laughs> <laughs> I say we jump to the Taylor Swift thing. Everyone's like, what's the Taylor Swift thing? Oh, the thing? Taylor Swift thing. We went to her world premiere. The world premiere of her Eras tour movie. I so was so fun. excited. Yeah. How come you're not more excited, Julia? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, just tell them the truth. Y'all are going to hate me. Oh my God. I'm not a Swifty. Oh. I'm sorry, but I need oh. to speak my truth. Okay? We just lost so I can't many fans hold it in anymore. Well, you are. She is. So it's okay. You can at I least am. like her more than me. It's fine. <laughs> um, I don't get it. I don't get the hype. I'm sorry, but I'm really thankful and grateful that I got to go to the premiere. So fun. So amazing. It was three hours of screaming fans. Julia. Um, We're anyway, just telling really the honest truth It was truth really here. fun. So I, I, I mentioned this because something really embarrassing happened at the premiere. And this is karma because I probably shouldn't have been invited if I'm not a Swifty. Um, we get there, we're on the red carpet and we're wearing these blue dresses. And we were joking when we were like, what should we wear? We're like, this looks kind of enchanted and fairy tale. Like I know some of her stuff is enchanted. I I don't know much about her music or her. She doesn't know the eras guys. I don't know the eras. It's embarrassing. Should have done my research. Okay. Yeah. And I, I will be honest. There are a few songs of hers that I do love. I will say like false God um, from the lover album, London boy, some of her more dark vibey stuff. I do. I, I really like lavender haze. There's some songs I truly like listen on repeat. And I love those songs just her and itself and the whole Swifty thing. I don't get, um, <laughs> anyway, I just, I just want to say that because it's true. I do love those songs. Okay. Um, so we get to the red carpet And a reporter from CBS comes up to us and she's like, love your outfits, would love to interview you. Okay, great. We would love that. 
So she interviews us and she's like, you guys look so cute. What era inspired these outfits? And she goes to me first. And I don't know the eras. I don't know what. I'm not in the inside joke and the insider scoop of all of this. I don't even know what the bracelet thing means. Um, So I panicked and I said, oh, we're wearing the Enchanted Era. Is Enchanted an Era? (laughs) Kill me now. She looks at me. She's like, okay, yeah, you're right. You're wearing the Enchanted Era. What about you? And then Alexis said her. No, but she re-asked the question because she she was trying to be like, can you correct yourself? She's like, that's not right. I'm going to give her a second chance. Maybe she's nervous. Um, And so she asks, she goes, hold on, let me reset. I'm sweating. I'm sweating right now. She's like, you look so cute. Love the fit. What era are you rocking tonight? Oh, Oh, I'm rocking the Enchanted Era. Oh, my God. And then um, at least, thank God, you at least said the right thing. And then so we're watching the concert. I look over to Alexis and I go, when is Enchanted Era coming up? (laughs) Guess what, guys? I had to jam out. By myself, because guess where Julia was for half of the movie? In the damn bathroom. I had to go to the bathroom. You did not have to go to the bathroom. You just did not want to watch the Taylor Swift movie. I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I had no say no. So it's not like I could sit there and just. So you took you know. a shit for an hour? It, it was, you were that, time, you were that constipated. <laughs> we, we probably shouldn't be saying all this, but um, it's okay. So I was just there by myself. I look online. I talk to some fellow Swifties. Enchanted is not an era. That's like a song of hers. That's why you're thinking that. And I felt enchanted because it was the dress. I was enchanted to meet you. Please don't. I don't know. So like, I'm so embarrassed, and I probably had no business being there. My perspective is different. I actually thought that premiere was one of my favorite premieres to go to. I thought they did it so well. They took over the entire Grove. The entire Grove was a red carpet. The Grove, for those of you that don't know, is an outdoor mall in Los Angeles. That was amazing. That was So the whole time walking in, it was literally like we were just these like celebrity stars. And that was my favorite part. And they have like different interactives. They gave us like these cute cups and these cute popcorn corn like tin tin things that like of course i'm gonna save um and i I think they did that so well i guess beyonce was there why didn't we see her ray maren morris um they all were there early we got there late but it was really cool taylor swift did go into every theater because they they took over the whole um, movie theater so we're all in different theaters she went into every one and spoke and said hello so i thought that was really cool of her because she didn't have to do that and i think that's why so many of us like love her because Mm -hmm. she doesn't have to do any of this but she makes us feel like we're a part of her life you know she's not big on social media she doesn't tell everyone all the details but she does in her lyrics if you follow the lyrics you're like oh yeah i know what she's saying i know what's going on in her life like there's just something really cool about her and i feel like she's like a friend like i know she's not but i would love to be friends with her and i know swifties out there we would love to all be friends with her and it's okay to not like not be a fan a of thousand that. You can, percent. you can choose who you want to be a fan of because yeah. I feel like when I say I'm not a Swifty, people look at me like I'm a terrible person, but I think that's so wrong. Like you can like or not like 
whatever genre, whatever celebrity it doesn't matter, you're into yeah. or not into. I mean, I, I do judge. That. It says a lot about you that you're not a Swifty, but like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. All right. At least I am. It's fine. I thought this was interesting. I actually had a conversation with a friend. I like called her and I told her, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, we got to go on the red carpet and go to this premiere and it was such a cool opportunity. You know what she did? She shit on me the entire time. She literally talked shit about the whole thing and asking, like, how did you get this? Why did you get this? Like, I don't understand. Why did they give you, you they gave you guys the I opportunity? Didn't know that. Yes. Wait, is, this, is this the, the yes. Is yes. this what I'm thinking of? Yes. And I was just like, I didn't know this. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Like, why are you shitting on me? Why are you like bringing down. And she's a huge Swifty too. Yeah. And so I'm like, jealous. why are you bringing down what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. You know, hurt people hurt people. Totally. So I feel like she's living in that right now where like she's miserable. Mm-hmm. So she's like bringing me down. I really think it's so important to make sure that your friends celebrate you. Absolutely. If you have to question whether or not to call them and be like, oh, are they going to be excited for me? Are they not going to be excited for me? I don't think that's a true friend at all. And a good example of this I heard is say you win the lottery, right? Mm -hmm. And you call that friend and you're like, I just won the lottery. How exciting is this? Let's plan our, our Bali trip. And instead, this friend that's so negative and it's not like a true friend instead is bring up the negatives. How much tax you have to pay on that? Mm. Well, like, you know, why? What about why you? Why mm-hmm. would you be the winner? Like, of that's that? cool. But what about this? Yeah. And, and yeah, I feel like that's such a red flag. It. And I do. I am like considering kind of like drop not dropping this friend but like having boundaries redefining like what this friendship is because i'm just over it like don't always shit on me and always shit on my stuff you know what i mean don't be like i don't know i just it's such negative energy and i'm not liking it well the thing with this person is when you met her and started becoming friends with her you were at such a low place in your life and i feel like you both had that co-misery thing and i totally. feel like i've had friends like that it's like we're both in such a bad place let's talk about ba- like about our issues together let's just be depressed together let's eat cheetos and watch intervention together right like let's which there's nothing wrong with that but that's like something we would do and be negative and consume negative things and i think the better you do in life, the more people you're going to piss off. And I think you're going to really see who your friends are. And I think slowly you're doing better and going to these really cool things. And I think she's like, where is my miserable misery partner that I used to be sad with all the time? And like, you're going up and she's just like, still here and i still love having those days of talking shit let's talk about our trauma here's what's upsetting me yeah let's just be depressed and let's be depressed and like like, gross together because like you and i do that you know we have those moments where we're like let's just like talk shit and like be miserable together but that can't be like the only thing bonding you together right I think for the longest time, that was the only thing. Mm -hmm. There was no happy conversation. I almost felt uncomfortable talking about good things Mm -hmm. to her because I'm like, oh my God, this is going to upset her. Or like, she's going to bring her negative energy Mm -hmm. to, to like, Bring down my happiness and what's yeah. going on. Does that make well, sense? Well, it's like, it shows that you're really mindful of where she's at because you're saying, hey, I know she's not in a good place. I don't want to make her feel bad for not having these things. So that's really kind on your part. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't diminish your light because someone's yeah. down here. She's also, she complains about not liking her life, but she's not making any changes. And you've tried to help her out and give her advice. And I feel like those kinds of people, it's like they complain and they don't want to make any changes and they just bring you down. I definitely think I'm like the therapist of like my friend Mm -hmm. group. Like I think people come to me. I think they like want my advice, which like I love. And I, and here's the thing. 
I don't like having the questions asked. <laughs> so like yeah, I like you. asking the questions for other people. So that's my doing. How do you feel when that person's calling you or how do you feel after you hang out with them? I feel like your body gives you so many signals and I think we should listen to that. Like mm-hmm. if you feel depleted, if you feel like, oh my God, this person made me feel so blah after I was so high, that's a friend that you should get rid of. Yeah, I could see that, but I'm going to question you with this. I feel like, yes, there are times when we have friends and we feel like they're always calling us when they need something, or maybe they're not even contacting us at all. And we feel like we're the ones keeping the friendship going. But what about sometimes, you know, we're human, we're all going through things. And when we're at our lowest, we act our shittiest. And what if like that person is going through something and we're thinking this person's a bad friend. They don't care about me. They're ghosting me. What about being there for them and looking outside of ourselves? Cause sometimes we can be so self-centered and think I need to put boundaries up. They're toxic. But what about, what are they going through? What can I do to check on them? Because I've had friends that have ghosted me and years down the road, we connect again and they say, I'm so sorry. I was in such a dark place. I lost all my friends. I had to just take time. I went through a lot of stuff and it was nothing personal about me. But there are also toxic friends that just, they're just there. They deplete you. It's one-sided and maybe the friendship, you just got to cut it off. So I think you got to look like, take a step back and be like, is this person going through something or are they just a selfish person? I think, you know, like at the end of the day, do you have that feeling with that friend of like, Hey, I, they would be there for me no matter what. So I'm going to do the same. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think you know that about certain people. There's people that we're friends with where I question, like, would you really be there at 3 a.m. in the morning Mm -hmm. when I'm throwing up and I need to be taken to the hospital? Would you come running over here and, like, help me out? You know, uh, not to be, like, tit for tat because I feel like that's a super toxic situation, too. But I do think, like, you just know automatically, like, okay, that person would do that for me. I would do that for them. So if they Mm -hmm. are going through such a negative time i would be there for that person Mm -hmm. because i know that they would be there for me because it's not all sunshine and rainbows like we're making it seem like oh my god you can't talk about your problems with me no i want that i feel like Mm -hmm. that's what a friendship is for to like to do that with but you just know those types that when they make you feel like absolute shit. Yeah, I hate that. It's, I've had friends that, um, you know, like you said, if I celebrate my wins, they don't want to celebrate with me or they'll like point out something about my looks or about my things. Or if we're in a group of friends, they'll just kind of point out things jokingly, but kind of mean to get everyone else laughing. And I'm the one that's like at the center of the jokes. And, you know, it's not coming out of love, but coming out of like jealousy or just like subtle. Oh, yeah. Little digs. And mm-hmm. that to me is really nasty. In high school and in middle school, it was so easy to make friends. I had so many friends. And now I feel like a lot of my friendships are still at that surface level. Like, yeah, Yeah. let's get dinner. Let's get coffee. But it doesn't go beyond that. And I think when you're a kid or in high school, we had a lot more time on our hands. Right. And we were put together in a building Mm -hmm. and stuck with these people five days a week for eight hours a day, whatever it is. So, of course, you become friends. Now we're getting older. We have different priorities. We have our careers. We want to get married. We want to start families. And so, and I, at least for myself, I'm way more selective about my time too. If I feel like somebody's wasting my time, I get more like anxiety. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in high school, like I had more time to give. I was yeah. just like, let's go mess. Let's go drive around, mm-hmm. listen to music. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is harder when you're older totally. for sure. I think uh, like there's also so many different kinds of friends. I have, I also am that friend to other people. Like, uh, like I can't shit on other people because I do the same stuff. You know, those friends where it's like, oh my God. Yeah, girl. 
let's hang out. Uh, uh, uh. It's like the phony shit. You know shit. what, though? I don't know. The other day, we were the phony ones. Oh, let's get together sometime. And the girl actually wanted to hang out with us. And she goes, okay, like, I'll drive to your part of town. <laughs> let's go out to dinner. And I was like, yeah, there's a spot we love. We go there every week. And she's like, I'm serious. I'm going to text you. We're going to go. And I was like, yeah, whatever. She actually followed through and was like, hey, let's get together tonight. And she was on it and sent us our loca- her location. And she was on time. And I really appreciated that. That was so cool. And I was really shocked because I feel like there's Same. a lot of phoniness. And on our end, too. Oh, we, we are phony are not exempt, yeah. Okay. Totally. And so when she did that, though, that spoke volumes. And I was like, this girl's really cool. Like, she actually followed really cool. through. And it followed for, through. It, it, I know you like deep conversations, but it really takes me a second. I have to, like, read the person. If I can't figure them out and read them, like, that, I, I can't be friends no, with No, I them. agree. I don't want, like, a, a, hi, nice to meet you. Okay, like, what? I don't know. What religion are you? What do you think of the world? Like, I think that's weird. You do yeah. have to get to know the person. You got to keep it, like, you know, socially, yeah. social awareness. I also um, think there's so many fake people, too, that we meet. And I feel like the fakeness can only go on for so long. So sometimes I catch myself because I want to be, like, likable and I want to be liked. I can, like, conform into, like, what I think that they would want in a friend. Mm, yeah. But that only lasts for so long because it's so hard to keep up with. I'm just like, oh, yeah, my God, I should have just yourself. showed them my true colors at the very beginning because now i'm exhausted when i hang out with them because it's Mm -hmm. truly not me but i have this like maybe people pleasing somewhat of like i want to be liked i want to be liked so like are they the fake friend or am i the fake friend no totally i think like sometimes i I morph into like who i'm hanging out with and it's like i don't like that it's like i want to be myself but i feel like if i'm myself (laughs) they're gonna think they're gonna think i am so boring no i'm this serious is really big for you because it's so that one person that i know there's one person <laughs> and i hate who i become around this person and they're not like a friend friend i see them at parties and like we keep it cool i'm so different in my life i but hate yeah, who girl. i become but i'm saying oh my God, i really so need to like to just be myself and let these walls down once we get past the acquaintance phase, babe, like, <laughs> I really feel like they're going to think I'm boring because my true self is like, let's just sit on the couch and watch movies. Let's do a puzzle. Let's start a book club. Let's drink tea. Like, I don't know how we're friends because I like I'm none really of that. Boring. So. I'm, a, I'm a grandma. I tap dance. There's like 50 year olds. <laughs> in my. Ta- I'm the youngest one in my tap class. I love it. So I feel like when I show this. They're going to, these people are going to be like, what the hell is totally. this? Totally. I know there's people like, huh? out there that will love that about me. I haven't met them yet, but I'm like. I also think I that there's people where it's like, if you don't wear name brand stuff, they don't want to be friends with you. If you're not wearing Chanel and Louis and like the coolest, newest shoes and you don't have like the workout gear, I feel like they look at you and they're like, well, I can't be friends. I with don't that. relate to that. I, feel I like can't you, be friends with that. I've never had that experience. I feel like you go more towards those kinds of people. I don't go <laughs> I towards do. those girls. I don't, I, I tend to I go for like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never had that. I'm more I'm of like, like into the bougier stuff. Yeah. You are. So I feel yeah. like you attract more of those people. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I don't care. I got this shirt at Goodwill. I don't care. <laughs> um i just the name i w- i grew up that way though my mom would always say gucci srucci like it was a no-no <laughs> like in high school i worked at a restaurant and i saved up money to buy four hundred dollar 
um, designer jeans that everyone was wearing. Yeah. And my mom, I didn't hear the, I still hear it to this day that that was a poor choice. And I was trying to impress people. So I just grew up like it, uh-huh. not into that stuff. I think a lot of girls too, they try to impress other girls by like posting. I'm going to this like expensive Pilates class today. Who wants to like join me and let's, let's like wear our, you know, aloe, outfits and like go get smoothies from Erewhon, which I know you like to do, but I'm just saying there's a certain type that attracts certain but I types don't do it it's and like they trendy. judge if I get that, but I'm just I genuinely, I was into healthy food like before that. healthy food was cool. I'm just saying in middle school, I was reading books about organic eating and people I know thought milk I was crazy. And the whole thing. I, we already know this so, about you. I'm just saying that like there are girls that, you know what I'm saying? Like they judge yeah. that. And if you're not, if you're not that we can't be friends kind of thing. I also I also get a little nervous with these kind of friends, girls and guys. When we first meet, we go out to dinner and all of a sudden we all are about to leave each other and they go, love you, girl. Oh, like when you don't know them that well and they say, yes, love you. Love you. That makes me so love you. I don't, use, I'm like, I don't say though. I don't say ooh. I love you lightly. Like I only say it to a select few people. It's like, I say it back, but I don't say it first unless I'm drunk. If like they want to be phony and like, you know, I first meet that girl in the bathroom. It's like, oh, my God, love you. Have a good night. I cringe like I and I will say I'm not even going to be fake about it. I'm going to be straight up. I have said it back. But like, what do you do? Right. Because if you don't say it back, (laughs) it's just like they get offended. Like I said, I hate who I become around some people. I got to work on it. I know, but it's like, it's maybe some of those people really do feel that way. Cause so many, no, they don't. I don't know. You I don't just like me. have a hard you time with that. Me. I'm like, do you love me? No. Like, I feel like that's one thing that we both actually have in common. It's, I don't, you know don't who do says the love often. you? It's the frenemies. It's the ones that like, yeah, maybe. I feel like we're not really, fr- I think it's just those, those types. I don't know. You know what kind of friendship I like is our what? kind of friendship where it's like, we'll be in public. And first of all, we have our own language and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Other people are clueless. They're uh-huh. like, what the hell did that mean? Yeah. We're like, no, we knew exactly. Yeah, or there's a look. There's or a like, look. There's a look. Somebody will say something. Oh my gosh. No. Totally. This happened yesterday. Can I just, okay. We were at this event and we're standing by the food. <laughs> Food. we're so hungry we're always by the food at parties anyway <laughs> we're standing by the food and like and then we overhear the the caterers talking amongst <laughs> each other and the one woman goes i have a i have way more food in the back i have more selections and different options i'm just like waiting to bring it all out but right when she said i have way more food in the back alexis and i looked at each other like there's more food coming <laughs> like both we of get, us vultures I'm like we need to like step away because the they're look. gonna think we're like i just knew i think we totally. both were like there's more food because we plan our meals around these parties like i don't have to pay for food or pay yep. for dinner or, pay, or yep. cook we're like our ears perked up like there's more food coming uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> we gave the look anyway it's just it's hard to find good friends and i feel like i've come across a lot of toxic friends i'm gonna read off some signs that a friend is toxic and you need to cut them off and this is not including if they're going through a hard time and looking outside yourself be there for for them and love them but this is if they're like actually being a jerk to you like we said they always talk about their problems but the second you have an issue they just totally dismiss it or don't want to talk about it or they're not even listening. Like I have this one friend that came and stayed with me and she was going on and on about this guy she's seeing. And I was here for it. I was all about it. Even though the guy, everything I was hearing was red flag, red flag, red flag. I was supportive. But the second I brought up like my stuff and my guy's situation, it was like tuned out or she would like get up and walk away and like barely be listening. I, I, kind of was just like that sucks you know because i'm giving and i'm listening like you got to reciprocate they choose their boyfriend over you 
I had. You do this. I don't do this anymore. <sighs> I had this one friend and we were so close, like beyond, like so close. She totally chose her boyfriend over me. Her boyfriend was really controlling and abusive and wouldn't allow her to have friends. So she totally became a different human. You're talking about yourself, right? No, I'm talking. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. About. I thought this was you because it sounds very familiar. <laughs> I've been there and I see how lame it is. So I don't do it anymore. Okay, um, keep going. And she totally like was a jerk to me and chose the boyfriend over me and it didn't end up working out the boyfriend. So every time she'd like get out of relationship, she would like come back. And then when she'd get back into relationship, she would disappear again. And I was just on the other end of it, like just an idiot, but still just there. And I don't know. I felt like I got walked all over. That sucked. Um, They hang out with people who have hurt you. So this same friend that chose her boyfriend over me, I remember at the time she was dating a guy. I was dating a guy. Our boyfriends were friends. We all had this little friend group going. My boyfriend broke up with me and I was devastated and I didn't want to be alone. Like I was at home alone. I didn't want to sleep alone. I was so sad. So I called her. I was like, can I come over? I'm in a really dark place. And she said no, because she was hanging out with her boyfriend. So few days goes by she goes and hangs out with the boyfriend and then my ex is there that broke up with me and she's all buddy buddy with him and it's like why are you hanging out with my ex-boyfriend who just broke up with me and broke my heart so it's just little things like that she would choose her boyfriend she would hang out with my ex and kind of rub it in my face like she called me and be like alec was there and then of course me i'm like did he say anything about me like what's going <laughs> on like but like i just don't think that's right though to go and hang out with my ex-boyfriend like that yeah, I have this rule where it's like three strikes and you're out kind of thing. That's where smart. it's like, okay, I'll give you three chances because it could be me. It could be you. It could be going through a hard time, whatever the situation is. But three strikes and you're out. Eventually, like this is on me to be like, okay, this person isn't a good friend, you know? I don't necessarily believe in the whole like cutting this person off. Like sometimes, yes, if they're too toxic. But I also think, again, you can like redefine that relationship in your mind. You can put that friendship in like a certain kind of category and be like, okay, this is what it is and have no expectation. I think that's the hardest part with relationships in any relationship. It's the expectation that we all get crushed by. Like, oh, my God, I would do this for that person. They didn't come through for me. Like. It's the expectations that freaking kill all of us. That's so spot on. Because this friend, you know who I'm talking about, right? Literally, we met on the playground when we were five years old. Like, she kind of grew up with us. And her and I were, like, so close. I always had that expectation of, like, I do this for... Like, I saw her as a sister and because I do this for you. And I see you like a sister. And I see you like family. I expect that in return. So I always had that expectation. But every time she, like hurt me and broke my heart I feel like it really like I've written letters to her to try to get her to see where I was coming from but Mm -hmm. I wish at the time I would have just been like all right I'm gonna put you in this folder like this is just what it is and have those expectations and Mm -hmm. know the know what I'm getting out of Mm -hmm. her and not expect more I always expected more I guess always you just do in relationships and also I feel like Every once in a while, you can have a disagreement with a friend, too, because some people I've been seeing online, it's like the friendship needs to be perfect at all times. You don't you never argue any kind of relationship you have. You're we're human. Oh, of course. Like, There's going to be disagreements. You're yeah. always going to be dis- disappointed. Mm-hmm. Can you get through it is the is the, you know, the thing. And also if something's really bothering you, if that person doesn't change their action 
and like doesn't change what's really hurting you, that to me is the most toxic thing. Yeah. If it's like, hey, this is really hurting me and I'm, I can't deal with this and they keep doing it and doing it and doing it, eventually you got to cut the tie or again, yeah. redefine the relationship, I think. I wish I cut her off sooner because I feel like I would do that and I would be like, hey, this is bothering me or hey, I'm showing up for you and it would just get worse and worse and she started getting into drugs and she became a different person and I still stuck around hoping to be like her savior. I feel like that's another thing too. Like you can't save somebody that doesn't want to save themselves and I feel like she would just put me in weird situations and finally I think for me the cutoff point was when she stayed she came over one night and we were all drinking and she came over with a guy she was dating and I don't know if I've talked about this before and this guy she was dating like just randomly out of nowhere is like can I ask you a question like yeah he's like does it bother you that you have acne like I was really breaking out at the time like I had really like hormonal like I was really insecure about my skin at the time and she just stood there and didn't say a word. Like I would, you know, I would think a friend would be like, yo, don't say, like stand up for me or yeah. something. I'm like you're coming into my, they were at my house. Right. And I was so appalled. I didn't say anything. I was so upset. I went to bed. I let her and her boyfriend sleep in my bedroom. And then I slept in um, the guest room with my boyfriend at the time. I wake up the next morning and my toilet that was attached to the bedroom was like overflowing and clogged. I don't know what the hell they did or what they put down there. Um, and I had some money missing from like, I had this little jewelry box, just like a couple, but like 20 bucks Ew. cash and they were just gone. And that was, there was no cutoff or talk or like, that was just after that. I just, I don't think I even reached out to her. Like what the hell I was just done. I ghosted, I blocked. And that's like something it's like, people ask, it's like, how do I cut off a toxic friend? Do I ghost? Do I sit down and try to, get them to change i just i don't know for me i just was like that's it i want nothing to do with this person again it's either cut them off or redefine the relationship in your mind yeah. that's my thing if that's my advice or you slowly kind of slowly take a step back don't hang out with them as much have those boundaries right um, don't answer their calls as much i think it's like you got to put up that boundary or also for i think those types of people were always so scared to tell them the honest truth about how we feel like hey this really upset me and like i don't want to deal with your shit anymore you know that's like hard too to like say but like you said if you do that and nothing changes sometimes you just gotta see ya peace out cut the tie but like (laughs) i feel like losing a best friend it is a it is a grief like a grieving process it almost hurts more than a breakup because this specific friend really i've cried a lot of tears over her i really did people don't talk about it It is like a grieving process and i found this one tiktok and they say it so well i just want to play this for you everybody always talks about how you have to cut them off but nobody ever talks about the grief and the pain that comes with standing very firm in that decision because it's something you never imagined you'd have to do it's probably something you never even wanted to do but at some point you realize it's something you needed to do in order to protect your own personal well-being Anyway, to even even talking about it makes me sad because we were really close. And I think we people don't talk about that is the grief that comes with cutting off a friendship. And it's really hard to cut off a friendship. Like, it's easier to stay because you have history with some. I had history with this person. I didn't want to let them go. But even if you have history and you grew up with this person and they're not good for mm-hmm. you, you should cut them off. It's just hard knowing when to do the cutoff. I think that's the hardest part for me. Like, oh. when it when is the right time to do the cutoff? Like, that, like you said, it's a grieving thing. Like, do I want to go through the pain? Here's the right time to cut them off. Cut off 
your toxic friends. I want you to write this down. Your thoughts are determined by who you spend your time with. You're consistently hanging out with individuals that only want to fixate on negativity. You are going to live a negative fucking life. Your life is going to suck. And if your life sucks right now, audit your circle and the conversations you are continuously having. And this might mean you got to be alone for a while, but it is necessary in order to grow. As much as it hurts, I feel like we shouldn't be afraid to cut off these people because gotta focus on ourselves sometimes it's hard because we all go through the shitty times i know i've like let it all out to friends too and i probably seem like negative and seem blah and thank god they were there for me so we're not saying to never like talk about your issues or problems or what you're really going through Mm -hmm. it's just the difference between someone who's just negative about everything like you could you know they just take a positive situation and they like see the negative only that's what we're talking about anyway i want to leave us with another quote If you're questioning your friendships and whether or not you should cut this person off, just remember this quote, show me your friends and I will show you your future. You are who you hang out with. So remember that look at your friends and if you want to be like them and if they suck and they're depleting you and they're negative and you don't want to be that way, it's okay to let them go and protect yourself, your heart, your mind, your sanity and put yourself first. Having a ton of acquaintances to me is a waste. I'd, I'd rather have a few solid core people. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with having more of acquaintances. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. friends with everyone. And I, I mean, love all. That just comes down to different personality totally. types. So, so just whatever your flavor we're is. All different. Make, sure, make sure they're good people. Right? Totally. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, just make sure they're good people and they make you like feel good. I feel like that's important. Yes. How do you feel around them? The yes. body keeps the score, folks. That's so true. Your body knows. Your body knows. Listen to it. So I think that's kind of it today. That's kind of all I got. <laughs> My car's in the shop, so I got to call and check on yeah, it. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for listening. Follow us on all the socials. Leave a rating, a review. The reviews really help us and we love you and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.